Welcome to the True Talk Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by True Living Real Estate, powered by Keller Williams. Our mission, we are a real estate team committed to excellence, integrity, as well as living an abundant lifestyle. We are bold, friendly rebels willing to do whatever it takes to uphold these values for our families. We help buy, sell, and invest in real estate. People first, property second. I'm your host, team leader, Nellie Dettinger, and along with me today is... Sarah McCutcheon. Sarah McCutcheon, and Sarah is one of our newest team members here at True Living Real Estate. Um, She is our client care specialist, and she is focusing on helping us love on our database of past and current clients so we can continue to grow our business here in the Chippewa Valley and beyond. And one of the things that attracted me to Sarah is how big she really thinks and the massive action that she takes in all areas of her life. And what I wanted to do today is one, introduce our podcast listeners to Sarah as she starts working with our team, but two, unpack a really big topic around large goal setting for our life and really chunking down something that most people would think to be impossible. And one of the first things that our good mutual friend, Lisa Berglund, who is our transaction manager on the True Living team um, had told me about Sarah is my friend Sarah has a goal to run a marathon in every state in the United States. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) that is a big, hairy, personal goal, Sarah. So can you talk to us a little bit about your background and how that became to be a focus for you? Yeah, I would love to. And thank you for having me here today. So, you know, I remember I have four kids and I'll never forget when my youngest was a year old. So she's 13 now, almost 14 years old. I just got to this point in motherhood where it was just so mundane. You know, it was cleaning counters, snacks for kids, bedtime routines, praying they slept the whole night or, you know, their whole nap time. Yeah, time. It's just a lot of mundane things. And, it, you know, being a mother of young kids and four of them on top of that, you know, it's just um, you spend a lot of time focusing on the kids. And I just got really like, gosh, what am I going to do for myself? I need to be pouring into myself if I'm going to be the kind of mother that I want to be. And I don't mean to sound dramatic about it, but running has really changed my life in many ways. And it has helped me dream bigger than I could even ever imagine as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a runner, all these great things. And so I started running and I set a goal. I had, I had run in, you know, cross country in high school. I wasn't very good and I didn't take it very seriously. And I mostly just ran for the pasta feeds, but I had set this goal that I was going to run for a month, two miles, five days a week. And if I did, I was going to buy myself these boots. They were like $40 boots. And, and I look back at them now and they're just really hideous and ugly. And, but I was like driven to make this goal and I did it. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I was like, after that month, I had completed two miles a day, five days a week for four weeks. I was like, I'm going to run a half marathon. And so my husband and I embarked on this adventure of let's go for it. Let's try out this long distance running. We had no idea what we were doing. My first half marathon, I didn't eat or drink anything the entire time. Um, I didn't even know that people did that. It was just, um, 
really, really hard to start, but became this amazing outlet as a mom. And from there, it just progressed into marathons and um, <laughs> crazy, right? That some that I that somehow progressed into a marathon in every state. Wow. So let's go back to how you got started and what made you set that two mile a day goal? Was that just totally random? And how attainable did you think it was at that point? What went into that? Yeah, well, you know, I I had run before. And so um, I figured, well, two miles, like I should be able to go two miles. And I said, it hurts so bad. Like it was, we had this treadmill. I would have to go late at night. I was getting my master's degree at that time too. So I couldn't even go until the kids were all in bed. It's winter and the treadmill, you know, we call the treadmill as runners. It's just even worse on a treadmill to run. And so that those two miles felt like an eternity. I mean, it was painful. I was trying everything like watching TV while I was doing it, you know, anything I could just to take my mind off of how hard it was. So yeah, I don't know why I chose two miles. It seemed attainable yet. Like surely you can do that, right? Two miles. <laughs> so when did you really get, get, get the bug? Was it after that first half marathon? And, and what kept you going? Because that was like 13 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, I think I, I remember telling myself we have this thing as runners now, some people don't feel like they're a runner, even though they run. And I told myself, if I run for a year, I think I'm going to call myself a runner. <laughs> you know, like if I stick with it for a year and I didn't run a lot. I would run three times a week, maybe 30 minutes each time. But I always felt better afterwards. It cleared my head. It got to the point even where I could tell that my husband could see a difference in me after I ran. And I could leave the house in a bad mood or frustrated or tired of doing the mundane all day long. And I'd come back feeling refreshed. I'd have a new perspective on life. I would be energized. And that is the feeling that kept me going as a runner. The endorphins. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's a super, super positive outlet for stress. Yes. All of, all of those things. Cool. Cool. So let's speed up. Um, how did you get into being from being just like your entry level runner card? I'm allowed to call myself a runner, <laughs> setting a goal of being a marathon runner in every state in the country. Yeah. So I, I think I'd have to go back and look, but I think my first marathon was about eight years ago. It was actually the Twin Cities Marathon, which is next weekend, beautiful course, beautiful people. And I had a goal and I actually accomplished my goal. And I finished the marathon. The last hour I had hit the wall. I'd never hit the wall before in my life. I didn't even know what that was. What and is it for it, those that don't know? Like so me, a lot of marathon runners, your goal is to not hit the wall. And it's basically where you feel like you are dying. <laughs> like you have no energy left. You can't imagine continuing. You contemplate quitting. Um, you, you feel like dead girl walking. 
And I remember for that last hour of the marathon, just saying to myself over and over again, one foot in front of the other, one more step, just keep going. And I did that for the last hour. I got my goal and I finished it and I saw my neighbor and I hugged her crying. And I said, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> it was like, yeah, never say never, right? That's where that saying comes from. It's like childbirth. You forget how horrible right, and hurt it can be. That was the exact analogy I was going to use. It's yes. like having a baby. It is. And you forget, even in that moment where you think, I will never forget. You do. You forget. Because an hour of your life really is nothing in the whole scheme of things. And so I um, signed up for a couple of other marathons. I explored trail marathons. I attempted qualifying for the Boston Marathon. And I just was like, I love running marathons. They're hard. They're challenging. You never know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter how prepared or unprepared you are. And I've done it both ways, believe me. But I just had so much fun traveling to different places and states. It kind of started out on accident. I traveled to Illinois to try and Boston qualify. Or I went to go run Indianapolis with friends. And before I knew it, I had five different states under my belt. And at different races, I started seeing these people wearing t-shirts and most of them are older. Again, they're 60s, 70s, some even 80s. And they're wearing these t-shirts that said 50 marathons in 50 states. And I'm like, what is that? And so I looked it up online and I'm like, that is amazing. And I just said, you know what? Before I'm 80, I would love to run a marathon in every state. And I don't know why I said 80, but I figured in your 50s, 60s, 70s, you probably have more time to go um, traveling to different states. So I thought it sounded like a good number. Wow. So how many marathons have you run so far in different states? I just completed two weeks ago my ninth state. Um, I'm not going to lie, COVID put a damper on that number. I was In 2020, I was going to start doing three every year. So I would have been, I think, at 16 or so now. And um, and I will be doing that from here on out. But yeah, that's, that, was, that was a hard couple of years to get in marathons. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So you were just in Kansas. Where's your next marathon? My next one is Phoenix, Arizona in January. Exciting. Great yeah. in January. Yep. So that'll be a good month to run in hot weather. Or a hotter climate. Right. So um, when you're when you're attacking it, um, what does the day-to-day -day look like? I mean, it's probably pretty boring. <laughs> uh, you know, that's funny that you would say that. Um, not funny, it's interesting because yeah, some days are like if someone were to look at my running life, they might think it looks kind of mundane, kind of boring. Um, and I will say I'm a consistent runner. I consistently run four times a week, you know, on any average week. And, but I never run alone. So some of my best and closest friends are my running friends because we hit the trails and sometimes you're out there for hours, um, not just in one run, but maybe you're together 
you know, one to three times a week, even running. So you're seeing each other on a regular basis. You're talking about real life. You're experiencing pain together and pushing through it. You're wanting to quit and walk, walk the hills, and you're encouraging each other to do speed workout, hill repeats, all that kind of stuff. And you just become really close really fast. So I, I really look forward to my runs because that's my girlfriend time too. Cool. And what I will say to create this as an analogy to business and, you know, doing really hard things is when you look at someone that has massive success in an area like you do in running, or, you know, we as a real estate team have found massive success locally, the day-to-day of that is really mundane. Mm -hmm. It is sometimes, you know, simple and boring but the magic is in the consistency. Yeah, so. that's one of my catchphrases. Consistency is key. It really does make or break everything. For sure. So if someone is listening to this and they are looking at a really big, big goal in their life, and maybe it's not exactly running a marathon in every mm-hmm. state, but it's at that level, what advice to them? How do you goal set? How, what, what are some strategies around breaking down that giant, big, hairy goal? Like how do they eat that elephant? Yeah, that's a great question. I make big goals in a lot of areas of my life and I always have to chunk them down. Like you said, consistency is key, but you also kind of have to know where you're going. And so if you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. So I like to have that long-term goal. Sometimes it's a short-term big goal, but typically big goals really are very long-term. And so understanding the necessary steps that you need to take to get there. And then, you know, from there, you can break it down to what would need to happen this month or what would need to happen in these next six months or this year in order to make that happen. Awesome. And so for those listening that might actually have running as a goal, whether they're just getting started and running for physical health in a 5k or running for a bigger goal, like a marathon, a half marathon or a marathon, what should they do? Are there any resources that could help them just get started? Yeah, there are a ton of resources. Um, If you like podcasts, I highly encourage that you check out some of the running podcasts. I would get yourself signed up for one of the races during Eau Claire Marathon weekend. Um, The moment you sign up for a race, it it just changes your perspective on the day-to-day mundane stuff. Like knowing that you have a race six months from now, you are going to run more than if you didn't sign up for it. I would find a support group of some sort, whether that's your family, sign up for Moms on the Run, join the Blue Ox running group, you know, find some local support, ask your neighbor if she wants to get up early with you and run or, you know, meet after dinner each night and even go for a walk. Just having someone who's checking in with you. Those are all things that, that have worked for me and kept me going, even when I haven't felt like it. I, I like to align myself with people who inspire me. So find someone inspiring and just latch on. Oh, that's really good advice. Or even like do some online shopping and find some $40 boots. That you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that really like, is a proven strategy. 
I know a cute running outfit. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Right. Or maybe they're $400 boots. You know, just a really funny side note about 15 years ago, I was gifted from my very generous brother. He gifted me a pair of $300 leather, like riding boots. Wow. And I thought that they were the most extravagant thing I would never spend money on. And you know what? I still have those boots and I still wear them all the time because they're so quality. So anyway. Yeah. But um, cool. Thank you so much for coming on. Listeners, if you are thinking about taking action on a really big goal that you think is unattainable, trust me, it's not. If you've imagined it in your mind and you've conceived it, it is something that can be accomplished. You just have to take the right steps to do it. Well said.